Record of Mortimus has descriptions of violence, crude adult humor, bad language, and some live game scenarios that may trigger some listeners. It is a show intended for adult listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Why did you have the metronome thing in there? It's just what it does. <laughs> just for fun. As a treat. Don't fucking start with your shit now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> That's how this season opens. Don't start with your shit, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, welcome to season two, episode one of Record of Mortimus. Um, this is the Witches of Akramon. I'm your host and game master, Nick Nelson, as joined per usual with my co-hosts. Um, we actually have a new player joining us, and we're missing one, unfortunately. Um, he will be joining us again. But tonight, starting this season off, we have Peter Trujillo, we have Neil Nelson, we have Seth Vien, and we have Dottie Massey. There we go. Um, She's our new player. Hello. Hello. How are you? Hello, Daddy. Hello. <laughs> so, like, um. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. Thing. No, no, no. You can do 21 every single time, and I will laugh. <laughs> I'm also the point I'll, where I shit. Every I'll, single time. I'll interview you completely as 21. No, I'll swiftly, can we devolve into Muppet voices and Venture Brothers quotes? That's oh, my God. You can do it. So, I mean, how you, uh, we. We've known each other for a little while. It's been, I think, a decade. Yeah, uh, it's just a little probably while. Probably been longer than that. Yeah. It was. Uh, it was a yeah, long time when ago. She said her dog was ten years. Ten years old. Yeah, yeah. she's I, almost ten. So, we were gaming. We get game together because my dog's twelve, and I know I had my dog at least two years. Shit. <laughs> that doesn't add up. I don't know. I just know your that dog's I, older than twelve, Neil. <laughs> Twenty two thousand and eight. Almost 13. All right. So yeah. I must have had my dog for maybe a year or two when you got your dog. So yeah. Was, and I remember you got your dog about like maybe within it's six months. It's been a long time. Months. Yeah. It's been it's been a hot minute. I mean, you've done some things. Yeah. You know, I've done a few things here and there in the past decade. Just a little bit. Well, cool. Um, so we've, we've gamed with you before, actually. So you're with Neil and I. Not, uh, never game with Peter. Never game with Seth. Um, we did a test game with you to make sure you were a good fit with us. <laughs> but, um, I mean, other than that, uh, you did do, do some gaming with Neil and I in this actual 
setting, actually. Yeah. It was a different system, but it was this setting. It was a couple oh, thousand years in the future, yep. <laughs> but it was this setting. And we were playing ridiculous games. Yeah, we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> fucking, um, Gestalt. Let us not speak we doing of gestalt. the before times. Never do gestalt. No. Uh, no. Uh, Seth, it I believe it's gestalt. Gestalt. Uh, I believe it's gestalt. <laughs> yeah, um, no, uh, yeah, that was a stupid game. Uh, no, I love the game. Uh, stupid idea for <laughs> characters. Um, which was great. Your character was great that game because you were playing a Scottish accent, so that was funny. You were just talking normal, and then when you get into character, you'd, everybody would know because you were like... <laughs> you know what I thought was funny about that? So she was doing that, right? And then uh, um, Mike was with us, and, and he would do his really terrible Scottish accent. <laughs> Which always sounded like pretty good. No, no. You know what it reminds me of? Did no, he was see, doing an Irish accent. He it, was not doing a Scottish. Uh, maybe it's Irish, but did, did anybody see Waterworld? Yeah. No, 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 no. That guy that's on the boat that's like, a trade's a trade. That's what I always think of Mike's accent. It's always that it was, guy. I think he did a pretty solid Irish accent. He, he was he worked hard on that accent. I'll give him credit. <laughs> he did. No, he did. He was like really he was like really uh, nervous about doing it. Really? Was, like, was he? Yeah. I was like, dude. I was like, you're gonna do great. And he, I think he did fine. I, mean, oh, I I wish I would have known that. I would have said none of the things that I just said. <laughs> well, you started last season, first episode, Dog and Mike, and you're starting season two doing the same exact thing. Can we cut all of this? Um, uh, <laughs> so what, you live in Orlando now? Obviously. Yeah, I'm I'm back in Orlando for the for the time being. I kind of went walkabout for five, six years, and I've been doing a whole bunch of different stuff. I've been doing some burlesque. I did some event stuff for a couple of uh, gaming companies. And right now I am doing a lot of uh, producing and directing and voice acting. Where, where did you go? Uh, I moved to Hawaii for a hot second, came back here for a little bit. Then I moved to Seattle for three years, left Seattle, went on tour. Uh, did a tour, went back to Seattle for just a second, was about to move to Atlanta, stayed in Atlanta for just a little bit. <laughs> um, and all that's in the past five years? Yeah. I got schooled left once Atlanta. Uh, from a Hawaiian. I said, I said, hey, look at my cat wearing this Hawaiian shirt. And she goes, that's an Aloha shirt. <laughs> oh. <laughs> is, that, is that a real story? Yep. Wow. Was like, other kinds well, of shirts. Well, was it an Aloha shirt? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah. <laughs> I mean, there is. Like, what did you think about Seattle? Uh, I really liked it. I'm getting I, ready to go there. That's why I. Asked. Yeah, I really, I really love, I really love Seattle. It's so expensive. Right? Oh. Because you know you don't work for Amazon or any of the tech companies. Yeah. Did you say that after living in Hawaii and Seattle's yeah. the expensive not, one? No, actually, from what I'm told, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but I'm, I'm told that Hawaii is actually not really expensive. Oh live. no, Hawaii well, is a very, very expensive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like a gallon of milk's like nine milk. bucks or some shit. That's what I heard. It's, well, it's that, really expensive. Unless you buy a gallon of milk. <laughs> <laughs> or or crack, apparently. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, mm. crack. Crack is cheap. Mm. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, basically everywhere I lived was really expensive because after Atlanta, I went to L.A. for a year and did some work for Disney Parks Entertainment for, like, Galaxy's Edge and stuff like that. I was doing production artist Neato. stuff. It was pretty cool. I got to paint some lamps. So you're, you're, and you're <laughs> yes. like, like the rest of us, you're, you're <laughs> affiliated some with some, some gaming stuff too. You've done yeah, a lot of cool yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Lots know? of, lots of fun stuff. I used to do. You used to uh, like run games and stuff. At the, I did. Yeah, I, stuff like that. I used to run games uh, with Pathfinder Society for Paizo. 
I've also uh, run a little bit for Wizards of the Coast, but I was more on the Magic the Gathering side of things at their conventions. But I did. Peter loves Magic the Gathering. Yeah. He's tried to get me to play for years. <laughs> I, I'm like, I don't know, man. Magic the like, Gathering. Like, what's there not to love? Can, can we, yeah. can we, do we get to make a character? And he's like, no, you just steal no. each other's cards. I'm like, it's, I don't want to fucking play that. Fucking no, I don't it's, like the stealing each other's cards. It's Pokemon thing. with cooler paintings. Come on. Let's <laughs> just see what it is. Like, how do you not love Magic the Gathering? You're an artist like who loves fantasy. Like, how do you not? Pokemon is Magic the Gathering. Not the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> be know. Uh, you know what? It's all Yu-Gi-Oh. So whatever. Peter, tell me that. Heart of the cards. Playing Man Earth and Nelson Twins and watching them stab each other. That would be some fun shit. Yeah, I don't know. No, I've seen those fights. I don't want to be around. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was just about to be like, oh, you should try Commander. You'd probably like that. But <laughs> Peter's like, I don't no, want, it, I don't want any don't bloodshed do <laughs> over it. Those cards can have sharp edges. You just like... wear a poncho. <laughs> Like go and see, and you don't get dead. any blood on you. <laughs> so what do you, what do you do? What do you do now? What's your what's your thing? Uh, it's sit at home and be sad because of COVID. No. Mm. Uh, <laughs> mm. Um, right now I'm just doing a lot of freelancing stuff. I'm doing a little bit of voice acting, a little bit of video editing. Uh, do you have anything you want to plug? Because this is the time to do it. The vi- beginning of the season is when we all plug our shit. So. All right, uh, beginning of the season. Well, <laughs> <laughs> plug your shit. <laughs> Um, it's not a man in the butt. <laughs> March, so cool. depending on when this airs. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's probably going to air, uh, uh, I'm thinking probably close to February. And for our listeners, we, we are deep, ball sack deep into December right now. Wait, you want to say that to and, the listeners? Uh, like, is that like a thing that you do? Like, when is this? Or do you want Yeah, to I mean, this is a this is a hard-produced show. This it takes a lot. Yeah. It takes... It takes a lot to make this show. You were show, against so. that last season. You were like, no current events. Because don't, I didn't. Don't talk you know what? I had, I had no idea how long it was going to take me to produce an episode of the show. And considering that I was doing it all alone with Preston, um, it takes a lot to. I mean, it's, it's taken us. We haven't got together it was and done this thing. show. Actually, we year, still have yet to release year. the season finale. I, so. Yeah, by the time this airs, I, I will have just released the season finale. So. Can I use a pronoun including you and me? Can I? I did. <laughs> it was you and I, isn't it? I said we. I, I was trying to do a clever joke as like Nick is the one who's ultimately responsible for releasing the episodes. And <laughs> yeah, but he he needs me. For to lots. release the episodes and do the sound show? Yes. No. What editing have you done? I haven't done any editing. Okay. Then you, does Nick need you for the editing? Um, have Neil you been to the website? Neil just feel included. Let's talk about Actually, both of you shut the fuck up. Have either of you been to the She's website? She's been to the website. The website. website's great. Well, I have been to the website, All the stuff that's on the website? It, I, it looks good. Yeah, yeah that's, that, that's, that's me. He needs hey, all of us especially. Yes. <laughs> But not to edit the episode and release. What, it. Neil, what's going on with the episode? What do we need to explain? Well, can I ask, read, who read read anything can on I the ask Dottie a question? Sure. About her, her. What does nerdy burlesque mean? Okay, so basically, uh, nerdlesque as it. As, like, do you like strip teases like a, yeah, a stormtrooper? Yeah, it's, it's, bur- it's bur- literally that. Like, it's burlesque shows, but it's usually like themed. I'm so it's like cosplay on top of burlesque with like a you know like strip. Has anybody done show. Siri? Siri like. Like I, like iPhones? Siri? No, like Witcher. from the fucking Witcher. I was like, what the fuck? Oh, that's hot. <laughs> iPhone Siri? Holy oh, oh my god. Like, what are you gonna dress up look. as an iPhone? I know. I don't I know. Isn't she like sixteen though, some, man? That's... I've seen some weird, weird shit she is in Nerdless. Yeah. It is wouldn't hot, surprise yes. me. Um I haven't seen a Siri number, but I have seen uh I've seen a very, very attractive girl do a full on like 
like Geralt. I was like, just gonna say, strip. convincing Geralt. Yeah, yeah, like she, she was like, did like femme Geralt, and I was like, okay, these are these are feelings that I'm these excited are about. I'm a little confused, but kind of turned on. I don't know what to do. Oh, there was nothing confusing about it. I was like, yes, yes. awesome. Has, has there been a big yes. uh, uh, a hit to the because you can't? I mean, there's not a lot of that live stuff going on now. Um, oh what is yeah. That what is that? Is it Seth? I, it's not me. Were you just touching something? I, I was <laughs> just fondling it gently. <laughs> just gently caressing. She said, Geralt. And he's like, I just bought the Witcher book. Oh, oh, the Witcher I've masturbated that book like four times now. <laughs> oh, I don't have my nipple thing anymore to play with on my, uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> on my headphones. Oh, yeah, it no. hasn't even been 10 minutes, Neil, and you're already taking it there. It's I know. Just, you're welcome. He, they you're can't girls be are stopped. penises. They <laughs> can't be it's not a penis joke. It's not a penis joke. It's um, not. <laughs> but yeah, the entire live entertainment industry uh, has basically been dead for about a year, which is why I started doing these like online shows. Yeah. And so it's kind of cool. It's kind of a half live burlesque show, half Twitch stream. Huh. Uh, so it's pretty fun. Well, cool. Uh, I'm, I'm glad. Uh, if there's anything else you want to plug throughout the series, just let us know. We'll, we'll get it out there. Um, what do you guys get going on? Seth, I, I mean, how you been, man? It's been, like I said, it's been probably a fucking year since we've done this. You know, um, I, you know, to be honest, I didn't know if you were, I, I was hoping you'd come back for season two, but I know there's been a lot going on with you. You know, we won't talk about it, but there's been a lot, you know, there's as, as with everybody this there's year, been it's been a, a hard year. Yeah, it's yeah. been a hard year. Um, anybody that follows Seth on Facebook has seen at least one time. <laughs> I'm back on Facebook, but <laughs> who the fuck knows how long? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how I read it. <laughs> Facebook put me in jail again. <laughs> it's not grr. It's just bleh. at this point, it's just, I don't even remember what I got kicked off for a month for last time. It was a month, and I'm like, That's I don't even remember. a long time yeah. out, dude. That is a long ass time out. And I got back, I'm just like, I don't even, I don't give a fuck anymore, man. <laughs> what you got uh, going on? You got you, you're working on your gaming book. I am working on Six Guns and Sorcerer. Still, yes. I'm doing it in the D6 system, and I have had some cool conversations with different people in the industry about that, including uh, Shane Hensley, the creator of Savage Worlds and Deadlands. He thinks my ideas sound really cool, and he wants to pimp it when it comes out. So I mean, I'm not that guy, but I think your ideas sound really cool. And, <laughs> well, thank you, Nick. I, I've, I mean, seen, I've, I've talked to you with about some of your system. It's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. I appreciate that. I really that. dig that you're going with the six uh, die system because that just makes so much sense for your game. No, no, you you were the inspiration for that. It is for, I mean, the listeners weren't there for the conversation, so I guess I'll fill you in. Like Neil was pointing out for my system that the magic system should revolve around the number six. Okay, everybody pat Neil on the back. The, right, come on, Neil on the back. Everybody give Neil a that. Give this motherfucker a gold star. No, he's already good enough at patting himself on the back. Right? He's like, hey, hey, did you guys... I'm in the middle of patting him on the back. I'm not looking for a pat on the back. I'm just trying to engage yeah. Seth. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Either way, I took it to the oh next level. God. And like the entire system is based on the number six. So there's six chapters to the book. There's six shook, different shook, types shook. of magic. <laughs> Everything, exactly. And Satan can be summoned I by think it's pronounced book. Satan. Hey, you did it. Satan. Let him plug his book, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm being a dick. I'm, I, I apologize, Seth. Continue. Right. Yes. Well, that's, that's what I'm doing. I'm working <laughs> on that book. I'm also with my roommates. Uh, so they have, they have a YouTube channel. And they're... Basically, conservative politics, fucking bullshit. <coughs> right, right, exactly. And I argue with them every morning. And it's a whole <laughs> lot of fun. Oh, that sounds um, stressful. 
not it's if you're not, eating though. Wheaties. It's not though. <laughs> maybe you Strangely can enough, that makes out. sense, right? Breakfast of if you were eating Wheaties and arguing about like, conservatives, like I feel like it would be better. So you might want to cut this part out. I did. I did bang my roommate as possibly as a result of all the arguing. It happens sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> wait, was it like a hate fuck? Wait, wait, was it the guy or the girl? Yeah. <laughs> so they're brother and sister. Oh my god. <laughs> so well, which one? Some John Williams started playing. <laughs> <laughs> Point is, they have a YouTube channel and they're doing. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Nick is just crying in the corner. I don't know what to say. I right. wanted to plug something. We can't use this anymore. No, you plugged something. Plugging already happened, and I'm lightly concerned. Like I don't think there should be any concern. I'm proud of you, son. <laughs> Wait, did you make her call you Trump at any point? No. <laughs> no. Why, nobody would do that. Not even Trump supporters would do that. I no. wanted my dick to be erect. <laughs> So, so you have a book coming out. You're doing some YouTube stuff, hopefully, with the game. They're, 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 they were talking they're, about doing a game. They're doing, yes. They're doing the, the Rick and Morty box set. Cool. And everyone's going to play a Rick and Morty character. And I have I've, it. Yeah, so I've decided that I'm basically going to run it as this universe's version of Rick. So it's going to be Seth Rick. And I'm going to get fucking drunk. And you all know me. I don't drink. Nah. So I'm just going to drink literally the entire fucking time. You should have Peter show up fucking shit can. And he could play. Just so you can no, no, he could play aliens. No, no, no. He could be a, he could be a really fucked up Mr. Meeseeks. Peter, I need you to show up and either be fucking Jerry or fucking No, no, no. No, no, no. No, Peter's going to be a demented, fucked up Mr. Meeseeks from a different dimension. Mr. Meeseeks. So there's pre-gen characters, and each of the pre-gen characters is basically a character from Rick and Morty's D&D character but if you die your brother or sister comes out from around the corner with like one letter different on your name so i get to kill people repeatedly throughout the night that's why i want him to be or morty <laughs> lovely well awesome seth i'm Tell looking forward you, how you really feel I'm looking forward to your uh, to seeing well, more I, with this, your honestly it's because i know you as a person and some of these people are people that i don't know as well and like i said we argue every morning we're roommates and i, I told them i'm gonna be a dick but i know you can take it oh yeah it's all you about can take that peter, dick. peter can take a dick it's all about the thick butt skin is that no 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 butt pussy as, as it's peter would say skin, no 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 as peter would say it's a poop cutter Poop cutter. There's actually a thing called a poop knife. I've never said that. No, there's. You would call it a poop cutter. Are you talking about that Reddit thread about like? No, because I've never said that. You called it a poop cutter. No, I've never had. Yes, you have. That being said, there is actually a thing called a poop knife. I've called it a back pussy before. And I prefer butt pussy, but whatever. Well, Seth, I'm I'm like looking forward pussy. to what you got coming out, man. Uh, six so guns am I. is going to be. So I'm thinking about that knife now, but <laughs> the poop knife. <laughs> now everyone's zeroed in on poop knife, and nothing look can be up. done. Look it up. It's a thing. Don't look up six guns and sorcerers. Don't look up poop knife. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know what the, what's on the internet. Or do both. <laughs> oh. Well, Seth, I mean, and and then please, if if you if you get a chance and you're on Facebook. And then you didn't follow him on Facebook for season one. You gotta follow him on season two, cause it's entertaining. And he'll piss um, you off at least once or twice. No, you you will you will threaten his life once or twice. And he and may threaten, threaten yours. yours. Yep. 
Uh, but you know, it's all good. Everything's uh, cool. It's cool. Because it's, cool, it's because it's, it's cool. online personality, so they like, don't really Facebook count. Facebook loves rage clicking. Yeah. <clears throat> Facebook's all I'll, about I'll piss that you shit. off eventually. That's that's very true. If you follow <laughs> yeah. me on Facebook. No, I, I I'm excited for uh you know you're, you're I'm excited for your character this season. So um, I think uh, a lot of people wanted to see Grimdorf back. Yeah. Seth, Seth, so let it be known that Seth did want to come back and play some stupid ass fucking character. And I was like, oh, don't do that. Come back. And I was it. brainstorming. <laughs> right. I was brainstorming. I was thinking like alchemical we'll get to our scientists. Characters. We'll, get to, we'll get to our characters. Hey, we're I all glad. I still want to be an alchemist or cool. <laughs> I, but I want to be an alchemicist. 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 That that deals in... Anyways. Haberdashery. Um, Haberdashery. <laughs> You're just, you said that the other... No. Who said haberdashery? No, you said Seth said haberdashery. About no, it. he says skull fuckery or no skull duckery or. <laughs> Those are two very skull different duggery. things. Skull duggery. I mean skull duggery, skull fuckery, whatever. Same thing. <laughs> well, Neil, how's it gone? How have you been this last year? Well, I have this thing now where like I don't know if any. Sorry, I don't know if anybody else here that has a penis can like relate, but like I have this thing now where would I pee? It's not like one stream anymore. It kind of like, like kind of like nobody two streams. Wants to, nobody wants to know this. <laughs> Did nobody you bang wants to before bed? Because that's what that is. No, it's just all the time now. Oh. Yeah. You Sounds like that weird. Get that I think at. you should probably Google it or talk to your doctor. <laughs> no, I have not wanted to Google it because you know what happens because you know I have. If dick you Google cancer. it, they'll be like, you have cancer. You have dick cancer. You have dick cancer. It's gonna fall. Yeah, yeah. And like, or you're gonna see and, some no, things I, that you really, really don't want. No, to see. and then oh, I, no. I, I, or maybe <laughs> yes. you do. No, or maybe you do. No, no, no. But, maybe you do. But yeah. I, I, my alternative is to just like let it be. Or go to a urologist where they'll say, oh, well, we have to do is stick a camera up your dick oh, hole. Oh, no, no, yeah, you don't want to be yeah, your yeah, yeah. No, no, like, no, 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 let's not get into this because... <laughs> hey, uh, Neil, is there anything you want to plug that you're working on? Other than your dick hole. <laughs> Stop your dick hole. Phrasing. <laughs> is there anything you want to plug that you're working on? Phrasing. Um, <clears throat> and you... You know, stuff. I mean, I've been I've been drawing comic book covers. <laughs> okay. um, so uninteresting. <laughs> it is. It is. I mean, I mean, it's published. Um, yeah, I've been uh, working on some comic book covers. Uh, Shit show just came out, and they did a, a special release for my comic. It's like the new kick ass, I would say. Uh, there's one called the Recount. It got top ten um, of new indie comics, and my cover sold out. 250 copies. Like in a week, that was pretty cool. Nice. Other than that, I still haven't published my book. We were talking about that last season. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's done. I just, you know, need to grow a sack and do it. Yeah. Um, you need to figure out how you're going to do it. That's what you want to do. Yes. Do you want to self-publish or do you want to go to a publishing? Company? I have no idea. I would much rather go to. A, I, I would be like, you can take half my salary, just publish it for me. Well, you're going to be playing a new character in this game. I am. We'll talk about that here when we start get gaming here. Well, Peter, um, where, where do you now, buddy? Yeah, well, I'm not going to ask you a bunch of personal stuff. Clean, relax. How relax. The, how the fuck do I follow that? I don't know. Just don't talk about your ding dong. How about that? Fuck, man. Or your nipples. How you doing? You doing good? Oh, I'm doing really well. I'm on, I'm on my... Uh, how's, tw- uh, how's 2020 been treating you? Excellent. It's you've so, been you've been kind of quiet though, man. You've been hanging. You know, you you're. No, I'm 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 actually uh, I'm three months sober now. <laughs> you got a giant beard in there. Yeah. 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 I just saw 
I'm drinking a bottle of wine like a fucking wino. Like it was like, it was like a water bottle. Would you fucking talk over my things? Like was, How dare you people was, talk over my things? It's like, it like he's running a marathon with a water bottle, <laughs> bottle of wine. Through that sober. <laughs> You sack of wine. <laughs> uh, so you've been sober for three months. <laughs> Can that all be cut? Nope. <laughs> so 20, 2020 been treating you well? Yeah, very well. Yeah? Very you've been, well. No, you've been quiet because you don't go out. You, you know, you, no, you it's, have it's, to take... It's actually been really nice. Like, yeah, it's been good. The bar shut down has actually done well for me. I've, uh, I've done really well. Cool. Um, I'm not going to ask you if there's anything you want to plug. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I do nothing nerdy, but I, I follow a lot of nerdy stuff. Oh, so uh, what, what did you You told me... Oh, it's uh, uh, the new D&D movie is going to uh, star Chris Pine now. Huh. I don't really see that. Chris Pine as what? Well, who who knows? Like, Can who, we just say that what, every what D&D... What would he play? As Driz Duarden? I certainly fucking hope not. Like, that's, <laughs> no. no. Can we just break away from that old 70s fucking D&D garbage yeah, and just do something sucks. fucking new? Oh, it's so bad. Driz, and every, it's and God, every single... Just stop with that shit. Every that's single live yeah, we get action. It, we get it. You guys sucks. started this fucking fantasy gaming shit. You know, it's cool. But Driz sucks. Yeah, it, but come on, dude. It's, he's Driz lame. He's fucking lame. So raise your hand if you've read a Driz Duarden novel in this room. He's lame. Which one did you read? The the one where he's got the fucking the familiar the I don't know if it's like a wolf or something. Gwen Havar. Yes. He has it in every single book. Is it, yeah. like, a, is it like a panther? Is it a panther? Yeah, it's a panther. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. I I read one of them. The man. And I was like, this is terrible. <laughs> man, did you say manther? <laughs> okay. Coined. And I love it. <laughs> really good. Yeah. Manther. <laughs> Mantera. <laughs> it's not a Pantera, it's a Mantera. <laughs> Love it. Manther. So, um, yeah, no, that sucks. by thousands of years of wars, driven by elder gods and demigods, leaving nothing left in his path but chaos. Sagittarius Troy, the emperor of chaos army, and the country of Marmond, had just shy of conquered every country in Obysia. Driven by madness, and the only elder god left to man, monster, or faithful, Lucriatus, god of Hades and master of deception, yet Amidst all of this, there are still heroes waiting to bring balance to chaos and maybe a fragment of light to the Dark Continent. I, Mortimus of the Primes, one of the last few remaining subordinate celestials of the ancient gods, tasked to aid man and creature alike 
tirelessly search for these heroes and hopefuls. I maybe influenced them to the will of the ancients. I've been stranded with all the new heroes on the island of Arkos, deep into the black waters near the borders of Marmond and Dryden territories. But this is the record of Mortimus, and this is my telling of the Dragon Witches of Akramon. The Dragon Witches of Akramon is this new season. This game's going to start off in a, in a port city. So this game's actually going to start off on an island, and it's going to take place mostly on this island. The city that we're starting in is called Akramon, hence the name, the Dragon Witches of Akramon. So I'm going to keep this as brief as possible, considering how long season one's intro is. I'm really just going to talk about Akramon so you guys can get a feel for the game and the listeners can get a feel for where we're starting. We're starting in Ackermann. Just like in last season, we started in uh, West Pergamon. And this season, we'll be starting in Minen Ackermann. That's the name of the place we're starting. And just so everybody, our listeners and you guys know, Minen stands for Port City. Ackermann is a large port city. It's tucked away at the southwest region of the island of Arkos. It's nestled at the rocky cliff basin of Mount Zahak, as is the rest of the four Mena'anan, or port cities of Arkos. Akramon is on a large channel, or bay, that looms in the currents of the dark waters, or otherwise called in this region the turbidity currents. Akramon uh, hosts approximately 10,000 to 13,000 citizens or natives. The city is built and rebuilt and rebuilt into winding cliff roads, stonefall barriers, ancient enormous stone and rock monumental sculptures depicting giant weapons and armor of Durakians from a time long since decayed by the uh, turbid shores. Buildings range from one to multi-stories of glass and gray and earth tones with the occasional red gleam of flags or tapestries from the city's waving heralds. There are multiple levels to the city, climbing from the docks and warehouses and shipyards to the upper tiers of the family house of Ackermann. Of the five great families and cities of the island, Arkos, they are all led by the prospective Prims, or family heads. Ackermann's Prim is Prim Adaris Ackermann, young and ambitious, newly appointed matriarch of the same name, Akramon. The ancient Mena'en houses are just as exclusive as they are individually mysterious. Their families have resided on the island of Arkos for many generations, and each have equally a disturbing and terrifying reason for being there and staying. All of Arkos pays homage, 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 I read it how it's spelled sometimes, you know, whatever, and <laughs> and, pool, and pulls finances for a protection racket to Marmont. Ackermann and Arkos's weather is temperate with monsoon summers and regular mist, which can be extremely dangerous considering some mists can pull the dangers of the dark waters and the oblivion within them. Viking long ships and massive black reticent galleons litter the port bays. As mysterious as the ships are, their motives and intents, considering how near impossible and deadly it is to sail the dark waters or turbidity currents. They need special mystical navigators to avoid the oblivion beneath the waters that hold the dangers that would make the most imaginative minds seem insipid. 
Because of this, leaving Arcos is damn near impossible. Making most ambitions of the plebs to be, someday I'm finding a way off this island. I'm not going to describe too much of what happened between Mortimus and Grimdorf. Really? And Jake's character, because he's going to describe it in the intro. Oh, all right. But I am going to start with you, Neil. Me? Okay. And your character. Who are you playing? A Marquis, Devrin Voltaire. An Ashborn. Um, Ashborn meaning he's born in Marmond. Marmond, yep. Ashborn human meaning that he's um, uh, gray skinned, uh, feral looking, probably yellow. I mean, uh, there's going to be drawings on the website, yeah. but yellow eyes, canine teeth, sharpened ears, you know, like a, imagine like a human, but like feral and like gray skinned. Okay. We say Ashborn because the Ashlands. He's uh, not a native to Arcos. No. Uh, he was um, a merchant and a noble from the south. Okay. That was probably on a trade ship and uh, something happened because of fucking dark waters. Okay. And now he's here. So he's stuck here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How long has he been here? Uh, nine years. Nine years. He's been making a name for himself and stuff. He's, he has finances here with him. Oh, yeah. He has an estate. He has finances. He has all of his trade goods that he had with him. Yeah. And, you know, he's good at what he does. And one, the biggest thing that he does is being a um, vanguard or follower or priest of Carsis, the god of death, is he's a good bridge between farmers and commerce. Yeah. All right, And cool. I'll explain that later in gameplay. Yeah. We're going to start with you. Okay. Okay. It's nighttime, and you're at a tavern called the Leviathan, okay? The Leviathan is at the end of a pier. So if you can imagine yourself on the docks, you can look up the cliffs. I mean, the cliffs are uh, probably thousands of feet tall, maybe 15 to 1,700 feet tall, all the way to the top is part of the cliffs, uh, cliffs at the base of the Did mountain. Did you say topest? Topest. Very top. <laughs> the peak of the cliffs. <laughs> the peak of the cliffs. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Cliffs don't have a peak. A the, peak tapers. The furthest point. <laughs> the basin of the mountain. correct. Apex. <laughs> Thank you. I thought it was the correct thing. Summit. <laughs> Summit is more correct. <laughs> so at the very top of the tier of Arca, or, uh, Ackerman is the base of the mountain, actually. All right. Where you're at is the piers and the docks and the shipping yards. That's where my estate is, or that's where no, I'm paying. That's where at? you're at right okay. now. Okay, you're a place called the Leviathan. It's a bar. Why am I there? I'll explain it to you. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> the uh, the shipyards, like I said, they're they're ominous. 
The people, the civilians that live here in town, they don't deal with the longship Osgul, which are Northmen traders who can navigate the dark waters. Norse, not north. They're Northmen. Um, or, like I said, there are really mysterious galleons, black pirate ships, galleons in the port also. Dark water pirates. They're dark water pirates. Not like pirates of dark water, but dark water pirates. Which you, sh- which you should watch if you haven't. <laughs> Just saying. Okay. No, 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 no relations. No relations, but watch it. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Leviathan, like I said, uh, it's a tavern. Um, it's a one-floor tavern, and it is made completely out of dark woods because it's out of... Now, dark wood in our continent is a magical wood that is impenetrable. Just about impenetrable. It's like a petrified... It's from the petrified forests of... Of Jaikod, yeah. yeah. Which is uh, the mountain elves region. Um, The whole building is made out of this wood. And the windows are stained glass like a galleon ship. Sounds expensive. It's dark in there. Uh, they have 20-foot tall ceilings. There's a hearth in the middle of the bar and tavern. It's this giant hearth with like meat so cooking on it. So it's very geared towards the tourists. The sailors, yes. Yeah. Um, it's a dangerous place to hang out uh, because the sailors hang out there and most influential people in the port cities hang out there, which make it dangerous. It is owned by what is called the Underwatch. Now, the Underwatch is the common name for the overlords of the shippers' unions. So there are people who are in charge of all the shipping and receiving of this island, and they are a union, and the people that are in charge of that are called the Underwatch. So they're basically in charge of anything that comes in or comes out of this, all of the cities. They have nothing to do with the Prims or the Prim families in, this, in these port cities. This bar is owned by them. Now, connected to this establishment at the beginning of the pier, before you walk out, is an inn, and it's called the Bilge. It's where all of the most influential people coming in that can leave stay at. So, um, also from now on, I'm going to refer to your character as Devrin or the Marquis, all right? Or, you know, Marquis Voltaire. Devrin, you do come here a lot. Um, there's a place where you get information, where you hear things, and you're not a part of the union. So if you need anything exported or imported, chances are this is the place you're going to come. Uh, the bartenders, like I said, the bartenders and management, they work directly for the Underwatch. So the the listeners understand, how is it that I have not been able to be a part of that trade of getting off the fucking island? <laughs> because they don't... They only trade in people if it's something substantial. Now, substantial meaning not just financial gain, which is all you have to offer at this point. These people are already rich, especially the Osgul. The Osgul don't, they like money, they like shiny things, but they love the idea of glory and they love the idea of magic. And you don't have either one of those to offer. That's why you're stuck here. It's not impossible to get off Arcos. It's very hard 
to get off our costs. You have to have something that they want. Now, the Ozgul, they're mostly slave traders, okay? And if they're pulling somebody off the island financially, it better be somebody damn important that somebody else wants. Mm. It's usually not a good thing then. No, it's a terrible thing. And the um, the Black Galleons, you don't know. You don't know much about them. You don't know what they trade in. You don't know what their interests are. They're really hard to get a... You see them on shore, but everybody in Ackermann knows. Don't approach them. Don't Stay the fuck away them. from them. Yeah. Stay the fuck away from them. They're extremely dangerous. They're almost as intrepid as the fucking waters are that they came in on. You know what I mean? They're they're just they're terrible, they're terrible beings. Right now at nighttime, like I said, it's just a light drizzle going on outside. It's the middle of summer right now. Like I said, it's temperate, so at nighttime the weather is about 65, rainy, sometimes misty. Depends. If it's misty, stay inside. Stay inside. If it's misty on the piers, stay in the Leviathan. It's dark wood. Nothing's getting in the Leviathan. For some reason, it's protected. Nobody knows why. But everything else in the fucking docks, sometimes the boats, they're there at night. The morning comes, they're not there no more. <laughs> it's just shredded wood and so, driftwood now. Yeah. So, you know, the, the mist is terrible because, it brings, yeah. like I said, it can bring oblivion in from the dark waters. Everything that it resides within oblivion. And oblivion in our continent is godless. Okay. They don't have a heaven, per se, to go to or a hell. They're godless. Godless beings, godless creatures. They go to the what forgotten. we call oblivion. That is what the dark waters are comprom- like comprised of. You're at the Leviathan. Okay. It's nighttime. You hear the seagulls and birds outside. You hear the water. It's a port city. Pirates, sailors... And the Leviathan, as you walk through the front doors, the doors are hard to push open. It's big, sturdy, dark wood doors as you push them open. It smells like salt water and sea air in here and fish. Uh, a lot of fish, fish stew, fish, fish everything. Fishing's a big thing. The dark waters don't come all the way into the port. Not usually. There's a channel. There's a dark waters channel, and that's what the sailors sail out to. If it's raining or there's a big mist or fog, sometimes the dark waters do come in. But you guys, you've been living here long enough. You know, this isn't one of those nights. It is raining tonight, but it's not like a heavy rain. So you push the doors open. Like I said, in the middle of Leviathan is this giant hearth. To the left of the hearth, towards the big stained glass windows on the left side. Like I said, there's 20 foot tall ceilings in here. And then just there's just one room in here. One story, but in the 20 foot ceilings, there's one room up there. Nobody knows what's up there. To the left, there is a small stage. There's tables around everywhere. There is two performers on stage flute, drum. It's loud in here. It's noisy. There's a lot of fucking sailors. There's a lot of locals. The locals that hang out here are not people that you just push around. This is the Leviathan. The fact that you come in here by yourself, Devrin, is kind of a big deal. Yeah, but they're listening to a yacht rock, though, right? (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of a big deal, the fact that you're in here by yourself, which means 
you've made a little bit of a name for yourself that people aren't just going to fucking stab you in the alley and steal all of your stuff. You have a little bit of influence. Or I might be a little bit dangerous. You are dangerous. All your characters are dangerous this season. The bartender tonight is an, an eastern-looking man. His name's Yuhai. He's from East Endower. You know that. But he's, uh... You also so, know... So north of Samaria. South of Samaria. No, East Endower. Oh, yeah, north yeah, yeah, north of Samaria, yep. Which is like north our... East of Samaria. Which is like our Conan, mm. China, really, is what it is. Mongolia, almost. Yep. Um, he's an Eastern man. Uh, his name is Yuhai. Uh, he has an eye patch, long black hair, like kind me. of a thin spear beard. I have an eye patch too. Yeah, uh, and he has Asian style tattoo sleeves on him. Where do you go, Neil, when you walk in the bar? This is one of your hangouts. It's nighttime. You're just collecting information. You're looking for trade. You're just kind of putting your ear to the ground. What do you look like? Uh, I'm looking at the drawing now, which you can check out on the website or if you go to one of our Instagrams. Um, I always have a, a cane with me. Um, it's a black cane. It's silver adorned. It has a vulture at the top of the cane. Anybody that knows um, theology or uh, religion would know that the vulture is synonymous with a specific god. Um, I wear all. I wear usually a black leather cloak, red inlay. Um, most of my items are all black or black leather, black fabric, black riding boots with silver tip boots, uh, gray skin, black push back hair. I look like a gray skin Timothy Dalton with like a handlebar mustache, push back hair, uh, gold eyes, gray skin, sharpened ears, silver, so black and silver is his thing. Okay. A little bit of red. And then he's got an eye patch as well. Is he uh, actually missing an eye or? Yeah. Right. His right eye is a black leather eye patch, and it's got three silver beads, very similar to. Does anybody? 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 Goonies? Anybody? Nobody? All right, fine. A fucking pirate from the Goonies. Want it really? Yeah, he's got. Oh, he's got little black beads on it. No, silver beads. Silver on the boots. black. Yeah. Okay. Patch. Well, cool. Apparently, from what you can see, no weapon. All right, but he walks with a cane. Yes. Does oh. he actually limp, or does he just? Nope. It's Strolls a prestigious it. thing. A gentleman. Mm-hmm. It's a crowded bar. You see most of the people that you do normally recognize. They're talking. Give me a perception alertness. As you're kind of scanning the room. Is it okay if I use a dice roller? Yes, I prefer it. Unless you're going to roll on a book like Seth. Not a Prince Difficulty Albert, of a seven, considering that it's loud... And there's music going on in here. Two tens, two eights, and a one. Okay. That's Something good. catches your ear almost immediately. There's a table um, towards the north part of the building where the bar is. There are three uh, scallywags sitting over there barking things at each other. And you hear new arrivals away off Arcos. Well, first things first, with that perception alertness, what are they drinking? The normal swag or anything fancy? Ales. Okay, do they look like they would be open to something a little bit nicer? Or do they look like they, uh, the kind of people that just want their bar tab taken care of? These gentlemen are shipyard workers. So uh, they probably they, have a tab. They probably have a tab, and they would probably be most interested in something a little bit more finer than what they normally, the swag you normally used to well, drink. Well, first things first, I go to the barkeep. 
But you said he was an Eastern-looking fella. Yeah, his name's Yu Guy or uh, Yu Hai. Good evening, there, Marquis. The gentleman over there. He looks toward the direction that you're pointing. They have a balance. Aye, that they do. They have weekly tabs. He looks confused. Why? Are they paid up? Not exactly. They get paid on Fridays. Pay them up my tab. Eh? And, uh, send them something a little nicer for me. He seems confused and leans in a little closer to you. And why exactly would I be doing this? Because I said so. He grunts and crosses his arms and then shrugs and looks back towards the wall and the shelf of liquor and points to any of them. No. Chiba. Yeah. And he starts pointing the other way. <laughs> That's good. He uncorks it. He slides it over to you with a couple glasses. I don't want to bring it to them. He narrows his eyes. Do your damn job. Ugh. Fine. I will stop tending bar and take it over to them. Ah, but I, I I catch him with my cane. He looks down at his arm where you're grabbing at him with the cane. Let him know it was me. He smiles a little bit. I was going to tell him it was from a pretty lady, but I guess I'll say it was from you instead. I wink at him. Isn't If you only have one eye, isn't that just blinking? Oh, fuck you. <laughs> it still looks like a wink. <laughs> or a blink. Or no. You can <laughs> or tell you got a wink. something in your eye? No, you can tell a wink. <laughs> a wink has swagger. <laughs> do you do like a it's like can a, you do it? No, it's like a it's like a blink with swagger. Those little stars shoot up. <laughs> <laughs> um he walks over the table and he starts speaking things to them. He comes back after speaking to them and leans in uh, somewhat close to you. They want to know why. How wonderful. I'll just walk away and start walking towards them. He narrows his eyes again and walks back behind the bar and starts tending again. I put my kin in the air as if, like, good. You see a uh, orc shipyard hand. You see a foreman of ashen skin, human. Uh, he's some kind of ash folk. How many chairs? There's four and there's three men sitting there. And you see um, another dark human sitting there also. The orc is large. He's dressed in rags. He has like a long mullet haircut. He's got stubble. He's got a kind of a gruff demeanor. Uh, the other two men are wearing dock hand clothes. One a little bit nicer than the other. The latter is older with gray hair. Both have short hair. They're both scruffy looking men, but all three of them look like hard working men. I look at the empty chair. The older gentleman looks to you. Are you responsible for this? Well, it is my money. Well, then pull up a chair and help us drink it. I grab the chair with my cane, pull it out, and sit down on my kind of a graceful motion. You're the one they call the Marquis, aren't you? I am. The orc responds. What is a Marquis? Oh, it's just a title. He looks even more confused. What is a title? Do you know what a nobleman is? He nods in agreeance. I know what a lord is. Yes, similar to a lord. The other dark human responds. 
important then? Well, I'm working on it here, but from the mainland, yes. The orc responds, I am from the Ashland. The foreman responds, He doesn't care where you're from. I couldn't help but notice something about your conversation, gentlemen. Oh, yeah? Then what would that be? Offlanders. And, uh, I whisper and lean in. Dare I say. They all lean in to hear what you're going to say. Way off the island? The younger Doc Hand rears back a little bit. I don't think we should be talking about this, especially in here. I smile. Very charmingly. How could you possibly hear us over the noise? Let's not worry about that. Let's worry about what you can gain or lose from telling me what you know. Or not telling me what you know. They all lean in together and start quietly talking to each other. And then the old one turns to you and says, It'll cost you 20 Arconians. Out of character, what is that, like 20 silver? It's equivalent, like 10 Arconians is equivalent to one Lacrytan. Oh, all right. Two gold pieces of what he's wanting, real for real. <laughs> How about this? Who's saying this to me? It's the older Dockhand, the foreman. He smells of fish and sweat. You tell me what you know, and I'll research it. If it's bullshit, I'll have you strung up in the harbor and filleted. If it's something serious and something worthwhile, I'll pay you double that. They all look at each other and lean in, kind of talk quietly real quick, and then kind of nod in concurrence and then look back to you. There are two men who suddenly arrived, not from any boats that I saw, finely dressed, a very large man, and a dwarf, possibly nobles. When you say noble, what do you mean? Like me? Fancy? Finery? Good weapons? Aye, that they did. The younger dark human chimes in. There was almost a wake when they walked through the crowd. A wake? Yes, people stayed clear of them. I like it. Continue. Aye, I watched them for a while. They headed towards the lusty blobfish. <laughs> All right. You know this still? I could hear them talking as they were walking through the crowd. Really? What did you hear them say? He looks around carefully. They said they would find the person to get them off this island. Interesting. So the newbies. Aye, they are. But a most interesting thing happened. The larger men seemed to disappear. In plain sight. Yes. One minute he was there, the next, gone. Hmm. Interesting. There are very few who can do such a thing. You don't look daft, nor do you look blind. I'm neither. The other dockhand chimes in. The large man smoking. He was smoking a pipe. What did it smell like? Describe it. The orc answers. It smelled like the tobacco fields of Samaria. You know who I am? I think we covered this. You know not to cross me. I know there's a blade in that cane. I've seen you use it. Good. If what you say is true, I will send payment to your house. Double to be split amongst you, yes? 
If you're lying to me. They just stare at you. I stand up. I lean close to them. I won't just kill you. I would never spread lies at the Leviathan. I hope not. Anything else you wish to tell me before I leave? The other dockhand answers. The large man with the pipe? I'm sure he's mad. Why do you say such things? You'll know what I mean when you see him. Also, I think the dwarf is a guild member. Why do you think he's part of the guild? What do you do? Shipping and receiving. What's your name? Tobias. Tobias? Tobias, you're Ashbourne? Yes, my brother and I both. Well, Tobias, enjoy your position then. I'll start make, making my way towards the bloated... The what? lusty blobfish? The lusty blobfish, <laughs> yes. So Though I don't know how seated. lusty the blobfish is. Not lusty at all. Yeah. <laughs> It's a little bit of a hike back into town. It's not far. Uh, you know, Ackerman holds a lot of people, but it's it's not fast. Um, how well do I know the lusty blobfish? It's kind of a rundown inn slash tavern. It's owned and operated by a female goblin hag. All right, I don't like that. So I'm gonna go ahead Named and tartar. I'm going to find a street urchin, a child street tartar. Tartar is the female goblin hag's name. All right. Uh, she sounds like someone that would s that finger herself and spit at you. So I'm going to look for, <laughs> I'm going to look for a street urchin. Okay. Like a street child beggar. They're easy to find. There's lots of people in the roads. Yeah. You grab a uh, small child begging in the street. Um, I give them a silver piece. You know the name Leary? She looks around quietly and briefly and makes sure nobody's watching and shakes her head yes. Oh, she has ears everywhere. Fetch it for me, would you? It's important. You want me to bring her back here? No, Lusty Blob. Already outside the door. The Lusty Blobfish? I was told that I can't go there. You won't be going there. You'll be finding Leary for me. Tell her there's ten times that if she shows up. The child's eyes widen, looks around, and scurries off into the crowd real quick. Dottie, your character's name is Leary what? Leary Corbin. Corbin. Corbin, my man. My son's <laughs> name. Corbin. My oldest. My eldest son. Oh, really? <laughs> Dottie. It's about 8 o'clock at night on a Tuesday night. Tuesday rainy night in Akramon. Now, you live towards probably the shipyards area. Yeah. She'd probably be in her office uh, down at the docks. Okay. So you probably have some affiliation with the union. I've worked with them before. Yeah. 
Uh, you may even rent the space from them. Dealt personally with Underwatch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you're kind of getting ready to start your night. And you, you hear a small rap at your door. What does your little establishment look like? I imagine, like, a loft in a warehouse is what yeah, I Yeah, basically. It's like, yeah. uh, you know, a small office tucked up in a corner of a really generic warehouse. Oh, yeah. Sort of, sort of one of those things where if you know where it is, it's easy to find. Exactly. If you don't know. It just slips your mind. Yep. Yeah. You hear a small rapping at the door. It's subtle, soft, like a child, like an insecure child. If you're looking for food, I'm out for the day. If you've got messages, come on in. I bring message, Mom. All right, come on in. You see a small child enter. She's wearing a bunch of rags. I mean, you can't tell what race she is. <laughs> what kind of message have you got for me? Have you heard of the Marquis? Yes, I have. He says, this silver piece is for me and that ten times waits for you if you meet him at the Lusty Blobfish. Now, out of character, you personally know <laughs> Madame Tartar. Yes. On a personal level. <laughs> she and I go way back. Yeah, she doesn't She doesn't bother you, even though she is a stringy-haired, patched, smock, dress-wearing, chapped, herpy-lipped, <laughs> with sailor tattoos, <laughs> goblin hag. <laughs> excellent, excellent. But she, you guys have a very good relationship. When you, whenever you need information, she sells it to you, and vice versa. And you know, the lusty blobfish isn't a terrible place; just an unlikely place. I kind of look at the kid, look at the pile. There's not a place the marquee would normally yeah. hang out at. Look down at the pile of papers. Look back to the kid. All right. Uh, message received. Also. I lied about the food. There's bread and cheese over there. Help yourself. Yes. He kind of scoots past you. Well, um, Marquis uh, at the Lusty Blobfish, you say? As much as I want? Oh, yeah. Take whatever you want. Knowing full well that it's all going to be gone by the time she turns around. Thank you, Mom. Uh, okay. The Marquis at the Lusty Blobfish. This I gotta see. And she, you know, stands up, starts putting her, like, It's a little rainy out, so on, yeah. you might put an overcoat on. Now, what do you look like? Uh, so, Leary is as unremarkable a person as you've ever seen. Just sort of medium I've height. I've seen some pretty unremarkable yeah. people. Medium know. height, medium build. Couple in this room. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking joking. I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> I said I've seen some pretty unremarkable people. Some in this room. <laughs> um, you know, sort of shoulder length. Uh, shoulder-length brown hair, usually, you know, just kind of someone you just wouldn't give a second glance. Yeah. If you pass them on the street. She blends in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is there, is there anything genuinely, naturally remarkable about her appearance, though, if you really studied her? Um, not... Could she make herself attractive? She... Could she make herself ugly, you know? Like, yeah, is she, there... she absolutely could. She's got a very, a very sort of, uh, malleable face Um, and certainly has done so in the past when the occasion has called for it Um, most of the most of the time she just kind of blends in with the crowd she's very sort of like 
complete mutt of a human. Yeah. Like right. like I would imagine a lot of people on the island are. Most people are, yes. Um, okay. Well, you uh, throw on whatever ranged cloak that you have, because it is drizzling out. You do hear thunder every now and again. Um, you are on the dock, so you do hear seagulls and shit like that. Or seabirds, as we would call them here. And you start making your way to the lusty blobfish. And because of your appearance and your... I imagine that you have a natural arcane about you where people just don't notice you right off the hand. Unless they're specifically looking for you. And even then, I imagine it's probably pretty hard to spot you. Yeah, Larry, Larry tends to go unnoticed unless she wants to be noticed. Neil, do you go into the blobfish? Nope. <laughs> nope, waiting for Leary. Leary, it takes you about 15 minutes to get down to the bloodfish. But from where you're I at. do stand outside very, um, prestigious. Right. High decorum. The cobblestones kind of traverse all of these cliff sides, and there's buildings and whatnots between the cliffs, and it's a very compact, tight knit city, this Akraman. But it is. Like I said, it's not vast. It's like New York City. You know, it's all packed in together. So there's lots of people on the streets as you're walking. Even at 8 o'clock at night on uh, Till's Day, as they would call it, um, it's still pretty busy. (laughs) (laughs) As you're walking up to the lusty blobfish, though, one person who is not... (laughs) Definitely does not blend in. No. Is the Marquis. He actually looks quite uncomfortable, this end of town. He does not see you come up. He does not even notice you, actually. You could walk right across him, and he would not look twice at you. Maybe. You're not really <laughs> sure. Out of character, I have an uncanny perception, so... Yeah, if you, if you, you, with your uncanny perception, if you know who you're looking for, you could probably pick her up. But I might drink. play like I don't see you. I don't know. <laughs> I'm a little coy like that. Just like to be a little coy. Uh-huh. I'm a little playful. I'll play the cat and mouse game. Okay. Uh, yeah, Larry, Larry just kind of strolls right up to you. So, I mean, the silver is nice and all. I act startled. Oof. <laughs> but <laughs> the marquee at the Lusty Blobfish was really the draw for me. I had to see what could possibly drag you down to my neck of the woods. Madam, I do a little bow, and I reach for your hand. She returns with a flourish. I, uh... <laughs> I do Which is kind of awkward with her garbs and no, her look. No, I'm, I'm, I'm a gentleman. So I do the little... The no, gentleman. I'm, I'm saying her, the, her response. Like, it's yeah, not what you would... It looks the first, a lot of place. Oh, I know, um, maybe for her, but it's not the first time I dealt with her. Yeah, it's true. Oh, yeah. And, you know, my character's a very decent gentleman. So I, I give you a slight kiss on your hand, but with no lips. And I say, thank you for joining me. Um, I, I must admit, this place is... Well, not outside of my norm, really. Uh, and I don't want to be stabbed in one of the shadows here. <laughs> uh, Not that I couldn't handle myself. I need a good stabbing, really. But, um, do you have a moment? For you, I have several. Oh, you're so kind. Capital. Before we go in, I must say, there are some outsiders I th- suspect to be inside of this place. But they're not from here, obviously. And they're... How do I say? Dare I use the word champions from the outside world? I had heard some vague rumors to that effect, and you say they're here? Yes. Interesting. 
Now, Leary, if this is the case, you may want to bring some champions of your own. This might not be something you just walk into. (laughs) What I'm speaking of in particular is the fact that you do have other contacts in town, i.e. Peter's character, for example. Muscle is what you're talking about. Yes. (laughs) You might, if these people are what you think they are, you might want to flex a little bit of that. This is not... This is not just some quaint town and some small backwoods, you know, forest, you know. This is this is Akraman, and sometimes you gotta flex a little bit. Well, you know my character's name is Amon, just for future reference. And would would Amon be hanging out in a place like the Lusty Blobfish? No, Amon has a bungalow on the beach. Excellent. All right. Uh, yeah, if you're... If you're talking about champions the way I think you are, perhaps we could just uh, go inside, observe a little bit. Maybe I'll uh, get us some some backup, as it were. Well, if you, I think Amon might be quite interested in this. Oh, I know Amon. He's a stand-up elf. Um, here's what I'm thinking. Quote unquote. Hmm. Here's what I'm thinking. They're outsiders. If anything, they're worth exploiting. If they're not worth it exploiting, they are worth what the, how shall I say, the polite form, the undercroft workers of the union would state, and they didn't know they were being listened to. Larry, roll your perception, or your, actually, your, um, your perception and empathy, if you have a good one or not. I don't know if you have perception and empathy. Oh yeah, we got, we got. And roll it on him, see how, where he's getting at here. He's being a little, uh... He's 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 flirting with his dialogue here. We got four perception and four empathy, which is not unusual for my character. Yeah, mm. uh, so it's gonna be a difficulty uh, standard unless Neil's trying to hide any kind of information. Rolled like Garbo, but I got two successes. Okay, um, what what is she noticing by your dialect right now? I seem excited. That's strange. He seems yeah, something seems to be interested in him. Obviously, I seem a little giddy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll continue. But the, as I say, the hard-working class of the dark side mentioned the words leaving or escape. Indeed. Which we've heard multiple times in this godless island, but I'll say this much. Very rarely do we hear this from champions. Hmm. And worst case scenario, there are champions there. Maybe we can exploit them. It's always a possibility. Uh, during during this conversation, she's looked over into a kind of darker corner and like made a few hand gestures okay, like, well, to uh, to send someone off to go sending my yeah. Because you're gonna if these guys are champions, you're gonna want to impress them a little bit. Not that not that, For that the marquee isn't impressive, but he might not be the right kind of impressive. Uh, what would you like me to roll for? Um, I mean, that's just a... We, we have regular Thieves talk you, here, Do right? you have the skill Thieves can't? Um, I didn't know that was a specific skill, so... Take but it, I and then you just do it. Things. Cool. Yep. It, yeah. And honestly, it's just, you know, It'd there's a, a trait, dot that says it? language. No, there's a dot that says languages. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. That's you just languages. put a dot in that language, and then you have Thieves can't. Yeah. Okay. That's, um, that's kind of what I had done, was put a couple of dots in linguistics. There you okay. go. Well, then you... So you don't have to roll anything. You just do it. You just do it. Um... The only reason you would roll is if you were trying to be 
discreet. Yeah. Or sub, you it. subterfuge about doing it. Yeah. yeah, no, it's it's less about her being discreet, more about like, I'm looking here and talking to you and you know exactly what I'm doing, but you know, I'm not making a big show of like sending someone to get Amon. But okay. pretty much as soon as we like, started discussing it. Like before, it, there's always children around. Yeah, it's not a character. I understand these can't, so if you need to talk discreet with me, nice. I am one of the characters that knew that do know how to speak it. Cool. I'm going to roll here for one of the, uh, the discreet people in the street here. Uh, while you're rolling, Amon, how do you spell your name? A-M-O-N. <laughs> like Amon. No, it's like Amon Tobin. Yeah. Or as like Max would say, Amon Tobin. <laughs> and is, do you have like a last name or is it just Amon? Uh, yeah, you would know my last name. It's Musa, M-U-S-A. Is that that fat cat from The Prince Returns? Or that's Muda. It's Muda. Oh, I, <laughs> oh, oh I now Muda. I wish I, now I wish it was Muda. <laughs> Corner of your eye, Leary, you see a person in the alley respond to your thief's cant and responds, I'm on it. They slip away in the shadows. She gestures. All right, quickly, if you please. Peter, or as I would say... Aman. Amon. Do you like Amon or Aman? Aman. 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 You are lounging in your bungalow. I'm in my I'm in a hammock with a with a fire by my side. Do you have a hurt to your and, right and, and to your left? Yeah, and I have a and I have a cat sleeping on your, my chest. And to your Muda. left you have an open <laughs> sea yeah. of shores crashing the cliffs. It's a nice little bungalow. You've made a home for yourself here for the short time that you've spent here. Can I interrupt about his appearance for one second? Because the, the viewers need to understand. I'm going to just, I'm going to have him describe his character. Well, there's there's certain aspects that are important, but. Uh, yeah, just do it now. The So the high elves of our world yes. are like apparently and irrevocably magical looking. Yes. Not like, like, like you know, uh, Jacob's character was just like a wood elf. Yep. Yeah, they just have like, no, the high elves have. Attributes that make them look yeah, like they're like uh, the Nawada like, from yeah exactly. Yeah. So him being Hellboy, half high elf, half ash elf. His character has which would be kind of compared to like the drows in our yes, world. Yes, the drows of the world, um, dark elves, whatever, uh, dark born, whatever. However you want to say it, his character has. You ever shine a light into a cat's eyes or a dog's eyes and has that reflective look? His eyes look like that, but with a purple glare, almost always. Like in Blade Runner, how what's her name's eyes were always like that. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to say that he looks magical. Why don't you continue describing your character while okay. we're at it, since we're yeah. judging you? But he looks magical. He's uh, he has he has white hair, uh, kind of medium length, anime yeah. style. But yeah, anime style pushing his in his face. You said he's kind of androgynous looking. He's right? a little mm-hmm. androgynous. Boyish. He's really boyish and pretty, but 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 svelte. Swole, Fucking guns. A little bit. He's uh, he's about six three. He just looks com- very muscular, right? He looks comfortable in his own skin. You're lounging in your hammock and some robes. Like I said, it's about eight fifteen now on a two Tuesday. He's just there in a sarong. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. A little rock comes flying up past your hammock. You can roll um, dexterity and athletics if you have it to catch the rock. Yeah, I certainly will. Snatch that shit right out of the air. Oh, it's been so long. I forgot. I forgot my where my roller was. <laughs> yeah, I have uh, two nines and an eight. All right, you catch the rock right out of the, you snatch it right out of the air. Ah, uh, you scared the kitten. You don't even know where it came from. Do you look at the rock? Huh? Yeah, I'll look at it. 
There's some writing on it. It's Arconian. I have a three in link. I have a three in linguistics. It says, I- uh, and very discreetly, it says, "Blobfish, potential job, Leary." Uh, can I roll something to like determine the trajectory of the rock from where it was thrown? Yeah, perception alertness. All right, and uh, that's going to be where I end episode two, part one, Port Casadora, the Wind Whispers Escape of Roms the Dragon Witches of Ackermon. Uh, I know it ends in a weird spot, but that's just the uh, that's just the halfway mark, to be honest. <laughs> um, and before I hit you with the credits, as I mentioned in episode one of this season, I'm going to be breaking these sessions down into two parts for most of this season. Although, I may have a couple longer episodes depending on the timing. At the beginning of part one, you'll get our normal warm-up banter at the beginning of the episodes. That usually takes about 10-20 minutes at the beginning of each episode. But part one will not get the Mortimus outro, where he explains what's going on or what happened and all that nonsense. Part two will start right into the game, and it'll also get the normal Mortimus episode outros and then the normal banter from the players talking about the session and whatnot. Also, sometimes like tonight, um, I'm going to, you know, what I'm going to do here in part of this episode, I'm going to throw in some banter that I cut mid-session that would have slowed the scene down had I left it, but I felt it's important enough to keep, so I'm going to throw it in here. And if you're into like the world building stuff that we're going to be doing here, I suggest you check it out. So I'm probably going to do a little bit more of that this season also. Again, thanks for waiting it out and finally checking the checking out this long awaited beginning to Rom's Dragon Witches of Ackermon. And without ado, here's the little quick cut that I did from that session. Every continent in uh, Obisia has its own language. You but also everybody knows little trade common, right? Yes. A trade common is mostly used in trade gate. It's the guilds Seth's character, it's the hits. That's his common language. Right. Dwarf's not his common language, actually. Seth, you know that, right? Your common language is common because the trade gate is the. But most people know trade common. Some people, people who trade. I yeah. still speak dwarven, though, right? Of course oh, you. Oh fuck yeah! Are you kidding me? Yeah, but that's yeah. not your go-to language. You're, I just didn't know if it was like a lost language or something. I didn't think it was, but. Uh, it only dwarves speak dwarven to each other, and even then, they mostly speak trade common. Cool. Um, if you speak dwarf to another dwarf, you know what? It would be interesting. I would think that trade common is an offshoot of dwarven because dwarves are the natural tradesmen of the country. Maybe it is. Maybe that's why it's natural for you. I know that's a little little different than how most fantasy games do it, but I think that that's cool. This episode was produced by Dark Waters, all music written and produced by Lucy and Dreams, mixed and mastered by Preston Hardwick. 
And please bear with me. I don't know how soon the next episode will be released. I'm currently working on it right now. Um, this is, it takes a lot. So pay, have patience. I'm going to try and get it out in the next couple of weeks. Maybe at the most a month. But keep an eye out for it. Welcome. Thank you. Check in soon. Later. <laughs>